Welcome to Letters to Women, Exploring the Feminine Genius. Today's letter is a letter to the woman who wants to share Jesus, and I interview Mary Kadivi, a dear friend of mine, who is my maid of honor at Joseph and I's wedding. We've had so many wonderful heart-to-heart conversations, and I'm excited for you to be able to meet her. I am Mary Kadivi, and I just graduated from K-State in December with a degree in animal science. Totally unrelated to mission work, (laughs) Um, but my plan has been vet school just about my whole life, Mm -hmm. and um, long story short, I saw such a need for people to be loved better on college campuses, and I love the way that SPO approaches it, and um, yeah, so I graduated in December, and I signed on in January. A fun side story, I found out at Chloe's uh, wedding rehearsal yep. <laughs> that they had offered me a job. <laughs> Standing in line <laughs> for dinner, and you like sneak up behind me, and I'm like, oh, like I feel like you have something exciting, and you're like, yes, why? Like, did they sign you? Uh, which is so exciting. Which is the best, because normally I'd have to tell you over Facebook. Yeah. I got to tell you in person. I got to hug you. Versus like a virtual, so like, hugs. <laughs> But yeah, so I found out in January and um, traveled a lot this semester Mm -hmm. and worked a few random jobs and now I'm so excited to go to training in a week after it being kind of like an idea all Mm -hmm. semester. Like, Mm -hmm. I will go to training at the end of May and I will go to my campus in August, but now it's like rubber's hitting the road and I get to go meet more people (laughs) in a week. That's so exciting. Yeah. That's so great. So can you tell us a little bit more about what St. Paul's Outreach is and then how did you first get involved with them and like on a campus? Yeah, so um, I'll call St. Paul's Outreach SPO, but just with WebPage, same thing. (laughs) (laughs) But basically we're um, groups of young adults going in teams to college campuses to build communities and invest in the students there. Mm -hmm. Um, We kind of have a four-part strategy, so it's... First we reach, then we call, Mm -hmm. then we form, and then send them. So kind of like a little bit what it looks like practically. Mm -hmm. For the reach component, we have social events, we do sports, we just, any organic way to meet the students where they're at. At least in my experience, it's just been like, hey, let's play like flag football or like (laughs) let's go play guitar and sit around a bonfire, just like anything natural. Um, then we call them um, into a deeper prayer life through fan into flame retreats or prayer mm-hmm. meetings or Bible studies. Mm-hmm. We form them through um, households, so that's like a group of men living together or a group of women living together in like an intentional community. Um, and then there's also a formation program. And then we send them through a conference called School of the New Evangelization. Um, and then we also have Uh, missionary corps or student missionaries who can partake in mission work while they're still in school so yeah I first met them at my community college in 2010 or 2013 sorry and um, we didn't have a Newman Center at our school and the parishes in our area didn't really have anything for people our age Mm -hmm. after high school so we had um, a director from SPO come talk to the Bible study I was in at the time and um, I went home and like Googled the heck out of <laughs> SPO and loved everything about it. Couldn't wait for it to come. And so they came a year later, 2013. So yeah, four so years exciting. I've been with them. Wow, that's so neat. And we met 
like one of our we had like a lot of like facebook conversations and then i remember like one of the first things that like we went to like in person together oh, was like the was it winter the formal. Formal? Yeah. yeah and so like that was when i first interacted with spo about that. yeah and so you're like you should come up here i was like oh, i've never like i was the homeschool kid who like i never went to prom <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what this is gonna be like like i know mary and we were just like starting out our friendship and mm-hmm. so it's like i hope this goes well i hope this goes well yeah. i'm like driving up to kansas city and then like interacting with them and just being like i love how like they reached out to you and you're like you're new like you should be like loved and like let's have a heart-to-heart conversation it was so beautiful to like see that interaction like this is the first time i've ever been here and i feel like i fit like and that was so beautiful so yeah i love that about spo culture Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. very like chloe i want you to come to my bible study i want to know you and i want to see you at our gathering not Mm -hmm. like we have 14 people and our goal is 15. So yes, like, like if you're I, just a number, yeah. I need one more, please I guess come. you could come <laughs> if you want to. Yeah. That's so true. That's so true. And I think like especially in college, like I remember my freshman year. <laughs> I wrote this down. <laughs> Trends. Um, <laughs> like I remember my freshman year just being like, gosh dang it, like. I, I went to Washburn, which was in my hometown, but it's like, I don't know anybody, I, and no mm. one knows me. Like, no one knows me my name here. And it would just yeah. be so much nicer to be able to have, like, oh, Chloe, like, how are you doing? How is this class going? Like, yeah. I want to invest into you as a person and to have somebody who really wants to just, like, get in the trenches with you and, like, yeah. be there and exist with you during that, like, especially during college would be yeah. so great. So, yeah. Especially when you're a number yes. with so many things, like, What's your GPA? How many credit yeah. hours are you taking? How yes. many hours are you shadowing? Like That's so true. Yeah, I felt that pressure a lot being at least in the science department, but I don't mm-hmm. know if you were in the history department, was that? Yeah, kind of. It was like, well, what, you know, how many papers are you reading? Or like, how yeah. many books are you reading? And it turns into almost like this like bragging contest of like I'm gonna prove my worth based on like what I do and I love how like missionaries are able to be like no you're worthy based on like who you are like inherently like you're a child of God and you deserve time not because like you got an A like that was one thing like what's your grade like what did you get on that paper and it's like nope like you're still lovable like if you got an F or an A so yeah I love that mission I want to do I also love like men's households and women's households <laughs> to talk to the feminine genius <laughs> i love like i can't i want to say that you were the first person who ever told me this like men teach men how to be men and women teach women how to be women and how true that is and how much i've seen that like in my i, I didn't do um mission work but like in the leadership at the campus center on my campus i love how like spo takes that like a step further and be like let's live together like yeah. let's pray together and eat together which is so beautiful i yeah. actually heard that from uh SNE, school of new evangelization okay. talk is where I heard it, and I'll put a link in the Perfect. show notes so yes. you can you guys can watch them too. But um, they they I always wonder like what goes on at the men's talks because I obviously <laughs> don't go to them when I'm there. We're not men. <laughs> right. And I just like look them up. I get don't you feel like you're cheating? Like I shouldn't be watching this, but I really but I am. <laughs> like whoa, <laughs> learning about holiness for me. <laughs> I wonder if the guys ever do that. If they're like, I really want to know what happens to the women's talks, like secretly, like and they're like, oh, never mind. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> So glad I'm not a woman. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> it's Love great being, being a woman. woman. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I looked it up. Um, like it's called like environments that work for men or something like okay. that. And I was like wondering how their approach is different mm-hmm. from like we're very relational and like yeah. you know women. Yes. We'll talk about it as we go through <laughs> this. But um, yeah. So they were saying like the main principle, like the first thing they said, and like they emphasized it throughout their whole talk was like just go do stuff together. Yeah. Like, go on a hike on a Saturday morning Mm -hmm. or like 
go fix a bike or like something engineerish <laughs> like do something <laughs> together like yes. and with for women maybe that necessarily wouldn't be like our first thought but yeah. maybe it's like that triangle thing yeah. you know you're really good at explaining it yeah <laughs> so like the triangle <laughs> concept when I have like conversations with guys is really like my dad or my husband it's really good to be like having a triangle activity so like if you think of your conversation as a triangle like the thing in the middle between you and the other person in conversation is like an activity and like I've always had great conversations like with my grandpa when we've both been like working on my car and so like there's something to do and so it's almost like I, like this there's a purpose for this like we're talking about something and we like are able to fix something and so that's really like really successful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's like it's yeah. been a really good approach to like really able to connect with like the guys in my life too. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. And yeah. the whole like people don't care what you know mm-hmm. until they know that you care about them. Yes. And I think helping someone fix a car or like yeah. at least for us like watching them fix the car but standing next to them, <laughs> like that's showing that you care about them. Yeah. And you want to spend time with them and like. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah, like investing true. into like what they're passionate about, which right. is really good too. Like you're investing into them and like in return, like they can invest into you because they know that you're there for like a purpose and right. you see them as a whole, which is so good. Win win. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Um, when you were discerning the process of mission work, what did that look like to you? And like at what do you have like a pinpoint like this is a spot where I know like I want to be involved in SPO as like a missionary? Like is there one or was it kind of like an event mm. train that's like, yep, and then that led me to that? The first thing I thought of about discerning missionary work was messy. <laughs> so messy. Hashtag discernment. Like, I have yet to meet someone with, like, a clean discernment oh of anything. Gosh, not me. <laughs> Count me out. Yeah, mission work has been on my heart for a long time. Mm-hmm. And vet school really took priority in my mind. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, obviously I could do mission work through veterinary medicine. Yeah. And so... I remember in 2009, probably, we went to Guatemala mm. with my parish to our, like, sister parish, and we were there to help the people, <laughs> like, with, like, their coffee bean farms, and a lot of people got to meet the kids they were sponsoring oh, there. Oh, that's so beautiful. It was so I cool to see. Oh, but um, I kept noticing the animals, and, like, no one's taking care of them, oh. because their people aren't being taken care yeah, of. Yeah, so that makes sense. They're a little on the totem pole, but yeah. they're running around with, like, all these open wounds, oh, and... Gosh. Who knows how many infections and not many were spayed or neutered or well fed. Uh-huh. And so I was like, okay, I will go back there and take a team of vets and we'll like spay and neuter. We'll have information clinics, like help these people care for the animals the best they can. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, like long story short, I threw myself into like working at a vet clinic and shadowing and volunteering. And I even went on a, um, mission veterinary mission trip to Nicaragua and Costa Rica and I'm so glad I went Mm -hmm. like thank you God for the opportunity but it was like confirmation of like I could do this as a hobby when I'm older like I could volunteer as like a vet tech or Mm -hmm. something with the skills Mm -hmm. that I've gotten from clinics I've worked in but I do I would say the whole process has been like more of a train slower and longer and (laughs) me fighting God but (laughs) I remember um I think it was right before I met you Uh um I was working like 30 hour weeks Mm -hmm. and taking like 16 credit hours, mostly science classes and shadowing at a different vet clinic. And like, I would fall asleep in mass every Sunday and Mm -hmm. I never prayed like daily, like Mm -hmm. I was supposed to be. I would come to like club events and stuff half awake. I was never good at anything because I was like so spread spread thin Mm -hmm. that I couldn't do anything like well. And I remember... I had first met SPO when all that, 
what was going on. And side note, as we all know, Chloe loves coffee. (laughs) I was was drinking like six or seven cups of coffee a day, like like throughout the day. A lot. (laughs) You were drinking more than I did. Yeah. (laughs) Even in college, it was way too much. Like. I remember there was a day where I was tr- I was in like the math tutoring room and like I was trying to write down like the steps to like do this uh-huh. problem or something. My hands were shaking from the oh. amount of coffee I had, and I was like, "Okay, something is this wrong is with some, this. Yeah. I don't yeah. like living this way." Mm-hmm. And every time I would encounter the SPL missionaries, they were like so joyful yeah. and so peaceful and so like just happy with where they were at, and mm-hmm. I definitely was not. And so. Yeah, I had kind of an identity crisis when I was like, I transferred from that community college to K-State yeah. and I was going over the vet school a lot, talking to grad students, looking mm-hmm. at all my options. Mm-hmm. And I still love animals, I always will, yeah. but I just kept like feeling like it's not where I can best use my like age as an advantage mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. my skills or my time right now. And yeah, I it was like an identity crisis. Yeah. Like, yeah, if you asked my spiritual director about it, well, she's not allowed to tell you, but, like... <laughs> she wouldn't say anything. She, yeah, she wouldn't say anything, so never mind, but, like, it was, like, an identity crisis, yep. because I had put myself way too much into, like, I am married, the pre-vet student, and, like, okay. that is where my worth is, and mm-hmm. then I relied so heavily on, like, how are my grades looking, how many hours am I shadowing, like, all that stuff became, like, my worth, really, yeah. so, yeah, I fought it a lot, I had a really hard time especially with the fundraising portion Mm -hmm. but then I was like okay God's clearly shutting the vet school door so maybe I'll maybe I'll give it like a wee little (laughs) chance in the very back of my head I'll think about it that's right (laughs) that's so neat I think it's so beautiful too to like see like that transformation of like your heart too like um Mm. like I journal a lot and so it's always easy to like flip back like three years and be like oh that's where I was then and then like to see the transformation of like how Christ can like work even with their like all right Lord like I will give you an inch like I know you want a mile but I'm gonna give you an inch and Jesus is like okay thank you like I can use that like I can get I can get you to your heart like just give me a little crack of the door that's so so true yeah it's so good it's so good so So, like you guys are our campus missionaries on college campuses right and so you talked a lot about like the advantage of like your age and like where you're at in your life right now Mm -hmm. and how much like you're at such a good spot to like give of just like your entire like here's and you sign up for two years for mission work right so like yeah for the most part we renew year by year okay yeah and so like to be able to be like yeah like here's like minimally like a year of my life and i'm gonna give it to like mission mission work essentially and why do you think that's so important especially like on a college campus like why is that such a beautiful mission field or like a necessary mission field oh man college campuses are soul-sucking places right now yep (laughs) and i think like (laughs) i feel like i'm almost lying saying that just because my experience was so different in a way being so involved with like campus ministry and things like Uh that But, yeah, like you were saying with the age thing, we're at such a good age to meet these people where they're at. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's also another thing when people are fundraising. Like, me, I'm 23. I don't have a husband or kids Mm -hmm. or anything. Mm -hmm. I can pick up and go to Minnesota in a week for 10 days of training and then support raise over the summer and then go off to a campus. I don't know where yet. I'll find out (laughs) probably when this comes out. Yeah, 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 right around then. Ooh, (laughs) so exciting. (laughs) But um, 
I can do that and it's not being irresponsible like yeah. I don't have things that I should be taking of here and I'm like running off in the name of God like he said to do this so <laughs> bye, bye. Yeah. see you later <laughs> but um yeah like I think about um we're all called to be missionaries yeah and I think like it's so beautiful because you were discerning focus yeah um, yeah before you got married I did and, yeah or, I guess dating stuff mm-hmm. and you're not a focused missionary now, mm-hmm. but look how you're still being a missionary yeah. through your blog like and your, your writing. Own home too. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like how that becomes your mission work. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, mission work and us partnering with other people gives like a forty five year old guy with a full time job at Sprint mm-hmm. and four kids who can't just pick up and go like yeah. I can. He can still participate in his own way to mm-hmm. what we're all called to. Yeah. And so yeah, I think that's like a really beautiful way to view fundraising that I've heard from missionaries like mm-hmm. it's an invitation yeah to what we're all called to which is so and neat so. too because like I think so often we think of mission work as like well you know I'm gonna pack up like pack up and go and I'm gonna go to like Guatemala or I'm going to go to um, India and that's where I'm going to mission and then just the realization like um like sometimes your mission work is in your own backyard yeah or like sometimes it's with the people and like it's super easy to be like a missionary to people who you don't know sometimes like you know, oh, like, let me get to know you and get to know your heart. And then at the same time, like, there's people in your house who are like, oh, like, I guess I can get to know you and get to know your heart. Because those are the people that like, you're called to love, but they're also the people who, like, can get on your nerves and, like, know which buttons to push. It's like, I don't know if I want to love you that way. <laughs> it's harder. And so I think it's so beautiful. Like, like, ev- like you said, like, everyone's called to mission work. Like, that's a call to, like, everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, we're all supposed to, like, help get each other to heaven. And so even if it's something where, like, oh, like, I don't have the money to, you know, pick up and go. Or I'm, you know, I'm in a relationship and I'm called to be here. Like, that, then that's your mission work. And so, right. like, everybody's called to that in some way, which is so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yep. So. Um, you're getting ready to leave for training on on Tuesday, mm-hmm. so you'll be almost done with training by the time <laughs> this comes out. <laughs> so, what is no? You haven't been to mission, haven't been to missionary training, and so mm-hmm. this may just be like, oh, like from hearsay from like other missionaries who've been through it. But can you like talk a little bit about what this upcoming week is going to look like for you? Yeah, I I texted a missionary this morning because I was like, I've never gone to this before. I don't know exactly what it looks like. Uh-huh. But I'm going to two trainings this year. Okay. So the first, I think, two or three days will be what we call Mission Partner Development Boot Camp. Mm-hmm. And so that's the training on how to support RAISE. And um, not just, like, the initial asking and, like, building of your support system, but mm-hmm. also, like, nourishing them and keeping your support team healthy yeah. and well cared for, too, mm-hmm. long term. So how that works is... Um, also a mystery to me. No, just kidding. I kind of know some of it. But um, when I signed up for boot camp uh, probably a month ago, they sent us some um, preparation, like mini personal Bible studies, mm-hmm. and then um, a book to read, which, by the way, so good. It's called The God Ask by Steve Shadrach, maybe. I'll put it in we'll the show notes. <laughs> but um, <Find> link. <laughs> anyone should read this. Yeah. And especially if you're discerning mission work, but like me, we're like, oops, okay, there's fundraising, never mind, <laughs> running the other way. I do not want that. Exactly. <laughs> yep. He just does a really good job of like myth busting a lot of things like you're begging and mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. is inappropriate or, you know, a lot of things that might be myths that you've been thinking about fundraising. Yeah. So, yeah, so that'll be the first three days and I think it's going to look... So I've been doing all this preparation work. Yeah. And then I think it's going to look like um, helping us make our budget sheets mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. helping us make our presentations, role-playing 
it's like the practical side of it, right what it looks like okay i think that makes <laughs> i'll get back to well, you no. <laughs> next week we'll do a re- version two <laughs> where we hear the in-depth review of what mission training looks like i totally lied chloe it was completely <laughs> and then um the second part is called mission leader training okay and so everyone comes to this not just the new missionaries okay um and so it's really going to be learning about the call to be missionaries, mm-hmm. how to pray, and then why, how, and what of being a college missionary. Okay. So, short version, why do we need college missionaries? Mm-hmm. There's a need. Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. do we do it? Jesus says um, relational evangelization is the answer. Mm-hmm. We only listen to those we trust, like we were talking about earlier. Yep, yep. And then what is um, the particular programs that SPO has found helpful? So. Okay. The reach, call, form, and send we talked about yeah, earlier. Yeah, So, I don't know. I'm excited to learn <laughs> so more exciting. about it next week. It'll be so good. Uh, um, there's, like, you're talking about, like, a lot of the preparation work that goes into, um, like, getting ready to be a missionary and, like, the practical side. Like, you mm-hmm. know, here's how you fundraise and here's what it looks like to be on a team. But there's also, like, stuff that you do as a missionary to, like, prepare your heart for, like, showing, like, being fully committed to, like, the mission work. Mm-hmm. And so, like, one of those things is, like, a dating fast. And both you and I have been on dating yes. fast before. Like, we're dating fast twins at the we same thought, time. We did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we overlapped. <laughs> we did. And that was so beautiful. And so, like, you've been on dating fast before mm-hmm. and, like, have seen things that have come from that, like, in your spiritual life. So can you talk a little bit about, like, what a dating fast looks like for a missionary and why that's, like, necessary for the first year? Which is it the first year that you guys have, like-ish yeah no i was when i was thinking about this i was like chloe please do an entire at least one that other episode so good. with someone it doesn't have to be the woman but just going to dating fast yeah yeah that would yeah, be good that'd because be really good. it's so misunderstood Agreed. and yeah it's so misunderstood but um yeah so i think there's different policies for different groups mm-hmm. but spo doesn't have a across the board okay you signed up it's your first year you must be going on a dating okay. fast but, um, you know, because some people come in having dated someone for years yeah. or everyone's at a different spot in their lives. Like we've talked about, it's not just for anyone, not a missionary yeah. necessarily, just like, all right, let's slap this on you. Yeah. This label like, because you have to. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not a perfect fit for everyone everywhere at yeah. every point in their life. But when you are going into your first year, you're moving to a new city, mm-hmm. you're starting a new job. Mm-hmm. And it's very relational. So yeah. a lot of nights, a lot of weekends, a lot of, you know, you can't just say like, okay, I've hit my 40 hours. Like, let's <laughs> goodbye, friends. Or, <laughs> it's right. only Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Sorry. <laughs> like, that's not how no. people and friendships mm-hmm. and evangelization work. So given all that and how good relationships are and how well they need to be discerned, yeah, it would be a lot to ask for you to do both well. Yeah. And so I chose for probably this first year, mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. for like next May. I don't know. I'll see you when the time comes. <laughs> discerning. Um, right. Discerning along the way. Yeah. I know people who do it semester by semester discerning. That makes a lot of sense. When I was on my last one, yeah. that's what yeah, I did. That's what, yeah. Or you can put a timeline, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it's different, you yeah. know, for people. Yeah. But yeah, I decided to do it this first year to um, give me time to learn my job, mm-hmm. to do it well. Mm-hmm. And then also give me space for commitments like household or to a Bible study or things like that to really pour into them and not just like, I'm physically here, but Mm -hmm. mentally I'm like, oh, I have a date tonight. I need to like think about this. Yeah, like splitting your heart and like not being able to like fully commit to it and giving your whole heart. Exactly. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That's so beautiful. And it's, I think another thing that it's so misunderstood Mm -hmm. is 
that it's an intentional time for you to like work on certain areas of growth. Mm -hmm. It's not, oh, like dating stresses me out. I'm going to run away. Yes. And like, like, or like I'm going to avoid discernment. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just do a whole other, (laughs) we should put your um, blog posts on it. You're just a really big fan of our blog. I just have a fangirl in general. <laughs> but here's the titles if you want to look them up. Okay, it's called Old Fashioned Girl. Mm-hmm. And the blog posts are called Falling in Love with Authentic Love. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Who wouldn't want to read that? <laughs> um, what I didn't know when I went on a dating fast. A lot. <laughs> Super honest and real. Read yeah. that. Because <laughs> dating fast can be roller coasters. Yep. Um, 14 days into the journey. Mm-hmm. This one's my favorite. I went on a dating fast and it didn't ruin my love life. <laughs> Chloe's married now, so <laughs> it did not ruin my I love met life. Joseph like the week after my dating fast ended, which is not why you should go on a dating <laughs> fast. You should not do that. But it was just like, and it's not like a reward. Like I think that was a right. beautiful thing. Like you don't go on a dating fast to be like, all right, Lord, like I'm gonna bargain with you. Here's mm-hmm. six months of my life that I'm going to devote to you. And by the way, at the end, like I deserve, like I'm gonna turn it in and like my punch card and like I'm gonna, I need a boyfriend now. Like that's not why. And I think. Yeah. Like, you were talking about, like, for missionary dating fasts, how beautiful it is. It's, like, intentionally working on, like, you and God mm-hmm. and your relationships and, like, having those rules for, like, your personal life and how, like, if you discern them and if they're, like, what God's calling you to, like, dating fasts are so beautiful. Like, <gasps> I went on a dating fast without dating anybody. Me too. <laughs> you did too. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's just so beautiful and, like, what a good way to, like, put your heart into a good spot where, especially, like, in missionary work, where you can see people as people and, like, to yes. love and not things to use. Because I know that when I was in a dating fast, it was very much, like, I'm seeing guys as potentials to mm-hmm. date, and I'm not seeing them as brothers in Christ. And so, especially for missionary work, where you're, like, I want to get to know you, and so that there's no pretense of, like, because I want to date you. It's, right. like, because you deserve to be in heaven. So, right. yeah. It's so beautiful. Yeah. It's, like, I fell into that trap and, like, college we're like i'm going to the campus center mass because i'm going to meet my future husband here and instead it's like no like i'm going here because i want to invest in people which is so beautiful like that's good (laughs) okay um what is one like if you and this is so hard because like you haven't been a missionary before (laughs) sorry this is like fortune tell me the future and like (laughs) when you look back on it (laughs) but if you were like on what you've like interacted with spo in the past and like your process of like becoming a missionary do you have like one thing that you're looking forward to the most about mission work like pick one (laughs) can i say two sure go for it (laughs) i had such a hard time with this question okay the reason i say two is because everyone keeps telling me how awesome having a team is yes and i'm so excited for that one because in college we all know group work is not truly group work true at least in my experience (laughs) and i love the idea of working as a team yeah if we're all actually working as a team, <laughs> fingers <laughs> crossed. <laughs> um, but I've seen the missionaries at my campuses, mm-hmm. or my campus, like, exhibit this so well. Mm-hmm. Like, they reach out to people equally. They, like, meet with them one-on-one equally. Like, they throw themselves in. It's That's not so just like, oh, like, my missionary partner girl, she's already reached out to this girl mm-hmm. and that person, so, like, I'll just kind of hang back and not yeah. do anything. Like. They so throw themselves in. That's so, so good. I'm so excited for that. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I like I was saying earlier, I think it's been an idea this whole semester. Yeah. And since I've been hired, like, in May I will go to training. And yeah. in August I will meet the people. But I'm so excited after all the prep work of, like, 
boot camp and training and support raising all summer and everything, yeah. which I'm excited for. Yeah. But I'm so excited to actually meet the students and yes. like love on them That's and so like. Good. Yeah, just like <laughs> we've been building up. Like I feel like I'm just like okay, like, <laughs> they're coming it's eventually. It's yeah. like Christmas. It's like it I know there's gifts for me, just and I get to you. give a gift, and like I just want to love you. <laughs> so, so close. Like this is the end of May, and like you'll be on campuses by August, right? That's so, like three, three months. months. It's like the countdown so to like a big exciting. holiday. Like yes, it is. it's like Christmas in August. <laughs> That's so exciting. Yeah. So too. So that's totally Sorry. okay. Those are both very good things to be excited for. So that's totally legitimate. Okay. How do you see mission work and the feminine genius like working hand in hand? And this is like, once again, like fortune tells me in the future, but, <laughs> but based on like kind of like your process and like your like spiritual preparation for that, how do you think the feminine genius will be like lived out in mission work for you? This is my favorite question. <laughs> mission work and Chloe and feminine genius. I love it. Um, yeah, I think... We were listening to that podcast from Catholic Stuff You Should Know a while ago, and they had this line in there, which I'm sure they didn't make up, but, like, every person is lovable. Yes. And I think that's, like, where we start. Mm -hmm, Like, mm -hmm. every person on this earth, no matter how much they annoy you or you don't like them or whatever, they are lovable Mm -hmm, inherently. mm -hmm. Nothing changes that. Yeah. And so um, I think, well, the best part of the feminine genius, I think, is that JP2 didn't define it. It's Mm -hmm. not like... When you bake, you are living out the feminine genius. When yeah. you and I think if he had done that, mm-hmm. it would have excluded so many women that are like, I'm not a typical girly girl or yeah. I'm more of an introvert or like whatever. Yeah. It doesn't bump anybody out. Mm-hmm. So I found these two quotes that I wanna read to kind of base off my explanation. Yeah. And I think this is from his letter to women, mm-hmm. which well, hey. <laughs> that works out. Interesting. Really well. <laughs> Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> So he says, um, perhaps more than men, women acknowledge the person because they see persons with, with their, their hearts. hearts. <laughs> Look at you! I love that line. Has this memorized. <laughs> <laughs> they see them independently of various ideological or political systems. Mm-hmm. They see others in their greatness and limitations. They try to go out and help them. And then the second one is. This is like part of a quote, so mm-hmm. dot dot dot. Yeah. <laughs> that beauty, not merely physical, but above all spiritual, which God bestowed them from the very beginning on all, and in a particular way, women. <laughs> yes! <laughs> you have this down. Wow. I've read this so many times because like, this is my favorite thing that he wrote. I oh, Sorry, I interrupting your quotes because no, you're so good. <laughs> no, I'm so glad you memorized them. So I think just like all of us are so unique, yeah. like the feminine genius is unique to us Mm -hmm. and how we live it out but we already all have it it's not like like where do i like sign up to learn how to do this it's already class right it's like a group work because you're just a woman (laughs) yes no it's true like it's all lived out differently but the basis of it is love because every person is lovable. lovable that's so beautiful and so i think going back to like people don't care what you know until they know that you care yeah starting with that and then turn to like your own interests mm-hmm. or like your own talents or what you already love doing mm-hmm. and meeting people mm-hmm. there. So like, do you love rollerblading? Do you like smoking cigars? <laughs> do you like playing ultimate frisbee? <laughs> do you like discussing philosophy? Do you lift weights yep. or go for long drives on the CDs <laughs> or deep conversations over tea or coffee? Like, these, <laughs> that's close. <laughs> but these are all examples from missionaries I know. Yeah. Like, literally have done this. 
meet students where they're at mm-hmm. and like be their friend and love them and call them higher with you like yes. the other triangle <laughs> <laughs> i'm pulling you to god and like this is where like this is like the best version of yourself and like by yes. meeting you where you are and not being like you should be here yes. and you should be here right now it's like i know this is where you are and so i'm gonna get in the trenches and like stay with you beside this but like also like you can be better and like and it's not like a like in your face like be better like you right. shouldn't be doing this like it's like you know this is where you're at and this is your story behind those actions and like i i love you so much that i want to like love you through that like mm-hmm. this is what i yeah, yeah exactly that's totally yeah that's mm-hmm. like <laughs> every time i think something i'm like i'll just tell chloe what i'm thinking and she'll translate it <laughs> to like what everyone else will understand because i you're it's in my head <laughs> i can't get it out <laughs> But yeah, I mean, don't, I'm not saying don't be open to trying new things with Mm -hmm, people, mm -hmm. but like everyone experiences feeling loved and cared for differently, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is like why we need diverse missionaries. Yeah, that's so true. It's not just like a one size fits all. So I think the more you serve him, the more you'll become who he created you to be. Yeah. And he'll use your natural interests Mm -hmm. and your feminine genius. Yes. that's so beautiful. That reminds me of, like, when Jesus is at the Last Supper, and he, like, gets down and, like, washes the disciples' feet, and he's like, look, like, I'm serving you, but it shouldn't just end here. Like, you are called to service oh. of others, and, like, that involves just, like, all right, like, you have really dirty feet, and, like, that's okay. And, like, that is totally yeah. fine, and, like, here's how we can make them clean, which is so beautiful. I love that. <laughs> I haven't even considered that. Yeah. Which is so good. Yeah. And I love, too, how, like, like you're saying like everyone's called to mission work and so that could just be like all right like i i see where you're at so like whether if like maybe you're a college student and like the person who sits beside you is like just studying the same thing as you and reaching out to them and making them feel known and like making them realize like oh like i see you like you're lovable regardless of whether like you ask weird questions and lecture or like we don't yeah. see eye to eye on the subject but like you're a child of god and like that's so good and so like regardless of where you're at in your life like jump up to another one <laughs> from the letters to women talks about how like women in their ordinary daily lives like that's where the feminine genius is seen and like you were saying it's not like you have to fit into this cookie cutter mold of what femininity yeah. looks like it's like by the fact that you're a woman like thank you like thank you for just yes. being a woman and how beautiful that feminine genius like can work with missionary work not that like guys aren't called to mission work yeah. which they totally are and it's so beautiful like in a different way like in a more masculine way but how like the feminine genius in particularly like because we can see people like with our hearts like separate of like everything surrounding them and just be like yep you're lovable like you deserve that so which is so good amen amen if someone is interested in learning about sto like what can they do like how do they find out if they're on their campus or around Mm -hmm. them or connecting with them sto.org yes that's so easy so great talk show notes (laughs) (laughs) also something i was thinking about earlier was um do you know that video website called like vimeo or something yes yeah so sto has an account on there okay and they have like informational videos of how their model of evangelization is working and that's so cool. like that kind of thing uh-huh. and they also have testimonies from students and missionaries like at banquets or like things that's like so that so also if you're discerning mm-hmm. that might be a good spot to like see what it looks like on the inside right that makes sense yeah that makes a lot of sense. so i'll put that um also email us yeah or um yeah, I'll give you my email when I get my SPO one. Perfect. And if anybody listening to this is like discerning mm-hmm. or not even just SPO. Yeah. Or they just want to talk about mission work or they had a lot of fundraising fears, anything. Like, yeah. Just email me because so I love talking about this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> or if I can help at all. Seriously, please That's email so me. Good. If you want to hear any men talks for the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I always feel like going into like a dark corner. I'm like, I'm hiding. <laughs> Put in your earbuds. 
I'm not listening to a men's talk. <laughs> and then, like, having the women's talk open another tab. So, I'm like, <laughs> I'm listening to the women's one, I swear. <laughs> Kaplan Gills. Seriously, though. Forgive me, Father. I yeah. listen to the men's talk. <laughs> From Essany. It's like, what? what? How is that wrong? <laughs> That's weird, but it's not a sin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And if you want to learn more about, like, I always heard the word emotional chastity, but I mm-hmm. never knew what it meant for, like, years. Same. Same. <laughs> they have a really good one. Sure. Um, so I, I'll give Chloe the links from 2014 through perfect. Actually, this year's we could yeah, even put up, too. Yeah, that's a good point. After yeah. August. Yeah. I'll put them in and, like, update them when that happens. Yeah. Perfect. perfect. They're awesome. Oh. I listen to them while I like bake cookies or <laughs> work out or anything. But really <laughs> good all the time. Yes. Those are really good for those. I listen to them like driving back and forth to see you up when we were <laughs> an hour apart. Like I feel like I'm already with you oh. <laughs> listening to the SD talk. Everyone That's needs okay. a Chloe in their life. Everyone needs a Mary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so beautiful. So thank you for like stopping by and like making time before you head off to training mm-hmm. and know that we're praying for you, which Thanks is really you. exciting. And that the students who get you, whoever they are, which we won't know, which we will possibly know by the time that this gets put out there, but they're so lucky. Like they are going to be so startled by joy when they get to meet you. And like, I can't wait to see how like the feminine genius is lived out in your life and continues to like grow as a missionary. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast. Tell other women in your life about this podcast and rate the podcast so it will be easier to find on YouTube. Be sure to check my blog, oldfashionedgirlblog.com, to look through the show notes for this episode. You'll find Mary's book recommendations, talk from the School of the New, the New Evangelization, as well as information on St. Paul's Outreach. I'll see you next time, and until then, be not afraid.